0: Sustainable sobriety is here. You can create predictable and consistent results in your alcohol-free journey without abstaining from alcohol the entire time. I always say that taking your last sip of alcohol isn't necessarily always the first step for success. You want to eliminate your desire for alcohol, not just simply not drink keep the needle moving forward in your journey in your transformation no matter if you do drink or you don't drink the trap of stopping and starting and moderation is really what always keeps you stuck but you can embrace an opportunity to move forward without the burden of counting days and it is all available to you in the sustainable sobriety course on my website. Follow the link. I will see you there and I will walk you through step by step. This is the most affordable and efficient way to get from where you are to where you want to go, where the desire to drink truly is a thing of the past. I will see you there. Do you ever feel like you're outgrowing alcohol, that you are longing for a deeper connection to life? If alcohol is keeping you playing small and feels like the one area you just can't figure out, you are in the right place. Hi, my name is Mary Wagstaff. I'm a holistic alcohol coach who ended a 20 year relationship to alcohol without labels, counting days, or ever making excuses. Now I help powerful women just like you eliminate their desire to drink on their own terms. In this podcast, we will explore the revolutionary approach of my proven five shifts process that gets alcohol out of your way by breaking all of the rules and the profound experience that it is to rediscover who you are on the other side of alcohol. I am so thrilled to be your guide. Welcome to your journey of awakening. Welcome back to the show, my beautiful listeners. How are you today? I am feeling well. I'm about to head out and pick my son up from where he is right now. And one of the benefits that I'm trying to tap into of being now in the city is that I get to walk to pick him up. How fun is that? Um, That would not have happened where I was. And so I'm so thrilled to be able to do more walking and go to parks and some of the things that we couldn't do when we were out in the mountain, which is all the reasons that I decided to leave in the first place. (laughs) Um, Have you ever had the thought that... Drinking is an expectation of other people on you. Yes, you have. I know you have. (laughs) Because this is one of the biggest triggers for so many people. They feel like they have a lot of control when they're by themselves and they can control their circumstances. But as soon as they're around other people, they feel like drinking is an expectation. And we're just going to zoom out a little bit. And just because something has become a regular occurrence is what usually, you know, people have, they expect something because it's how it's normally done, right? It's just the the normal mode of things, right? You expect your spouse to come home after work because that's what they normally do. But if there is a change in plans, it doesn't mean that they don't love you anymore, (laughs) right? Um, And now it could mean that, right? And that's something else that we get into coaching is like, what are our expectations and what are we making it mean about them? But I want you to put yourself in the role of the other, right? What kind of expectations do you have for your friends or your partner about their drinking? Do you have any expectations about other people's drinking? And if A friend of yours showed up at happy hour and you were ordering some appetizers and drinks and they just ordered a drink and there was no conversation about what they were drinking or not drinking. Would you, what would, how would you feel? What would your thought be? Would you be disappointed? Would you be shocked? Would you be angry? Would you be resentful? what would your energy be right and what if they didn't make a big deal about it what if they just everyone ordered margarita and they're like oh have a club soda with lime and then you guys just went on chatting and eating what would change about that converse about that experience nothing nothing for you would change because that person wasn't drinking the only thing that would change would be your emotion based on your thought about about the circumstance that, that person's behavior, that person's behavior of ordering a non-alcoholic drink, right? So when you can put yourself in the ex in the other position, right? What we think, what we often think, and yes, someone may have given you their opinions about like it won't be fun if you're not drinking anymore, right? Well, that's a hypothetical scenario. And I talked about this a few weeks ago. That is their personal responsibility for how they want to feel about it. Their firsthand experience has nothing to do with what's going in your body. Nothing ever, right? So if you showed up and you went to a steakhouse and you were like, I'm just going to get a baked potato because I'm just like not feeling steak. And actually, I just really haven't been eating meat anymore. I'm just like not eating meat. Um, How angry is someone going to be at you? and who are you hanging out with? What kind of adults are you hanging out with, right? Like, this is the bigger question. I'm 42 years old. I work with women, you know, mostly in their 40s, 50s, 60s. And um, it's like, Are we adults, right? Like, I mean, I'm kind of past that point of like, we gotta do it all the same, we're dressing the same. Like, that's just not the phase that we're in anymore. So, what we wanna do is take a step back and it's like, where does that mindset come from, right? That we gotta do it like everyone else it's something that I think we do when we're younger to fit in, to be like people, to be part of the crowd to or to even stand out, right? To be rebellious. And I've talked about this a lot on the show that, you know, not drinking is really the act of sacred rebellion because it's especially doing it unapologetically without like, yeah, I'm just not drinking. I'm just, I'm having a club soda. Right. And then and there's opportunity to be vulnerable and go deeper and talk about the shifts in it. I mean, I love talking about how awesome my life is. Not, drinking. It's amazing. And all of the other things that I've been able to awaken to in the the abundance, like I'm feeling so abundant right now. (laughs) I feel like I'm in very high demand, even just with my friends and people reaching out to me and um, the retreat and all the things. It feels amazing. I would never be able to hold space for this though, right? If I I wouldn't understand my cycle. I would have all, the, all these expectations of myself if I lived my life in accordance with what I thought the expectation was, what someone else's expectation was of me to drink, right? I don't care what other people's expectations are of me. Those are their expectations, right? Now, we can have a conversation about it, and that's called an agreement. Right. When we have expectations of other people, um, Brooke Castillo of the Life Coach School calls this a manual. And it's such a brilliant concept that everyone has to understand because it's, it's not really a concept is what we do. We expect from the other. Through our lens, right, we create what she calls, we create manuals for other people's behavior based on what we would do, right? And um, I had talked about that couple that a couple weeks ago that left the Airbnb because they had had this person die and... You know, in my manual, and I was obviously, I looked at it from all perspectives, but my manual was like, well, I wouldn't, that's not what I would have done. I wouldn't have left um, unless it was this particular scenario. I'd have actually used it as an opportunity to to really support myself and to be like, I'm just so glad I'm here and we have this space to relax in and whatever. Um, and I don't know all of the things that, that that person needed me, right? But like, that was my manual. I was like, I don't really understand. Like, this seems like a good opportunity for you to be here. But if you got to go, you got to do your thing, right? And so when we have expectations for people based on how we would do something, we really take away their sovereignty. And we really create a black and white system of thinking where we it's all or nothing, on or off. And there's always... A reason why that's not true. And we worked a lot around this in the program, the marriage upgrade that I'm in with Matthew, where it's like he never, right? She really um she really tuned into that a lot, my coach, Dr. Siobhan, about looking at these times where we have these extreme black and whites and, and and giving us an opportunity to look at why they're not true because as soon as we realize like okay of course ne- like that's a like you never say thank you of course that's not true right and so we can take it down a notch and we can be in reality because when we have these extremes and like this person just expects this of me all the time and they're going to be mad and if I don't do this then this is what's going to happen well every moment's a new moment Right, and then we don't ever make space for new possibility, and then we don't give permit or we don't make space for other people to a have their own experience, and for other and for us to have a new experience with them. And I think it's um, when we when we think someone expects us to do behave a certain way, what we really are doing is we are now having an expectation of them that that's how they're going to act. We just know it, right? I just know that person. That's just how they are, right? How unfair is that to not give people <laughs> the opportunity to change and to grow and to be different, especially when you show up with different energy? And this is how manifestation works. When you, If you show up not drinking with the mindset they're going to they're going to expect me to drink and and you're in the energy of what that creates so when i think they're going to expect me to drink they're going to have a problem with me not drinking the emotion that that creates for me is anxiety i feel unsettled i feel when i show up with this isn't about them this is about me i'm open i feel grounded i'm like yeah i'm so excited to meet this person and hang out with them when i'm thinking that They can, and or I can like be like, yeah, they can think that they can think whatever they want. I love them no matter what. The way that person's going to respond to you is going to be so much different than when you're waiting for them to freak out because of expectation. This is how manifestation works the energy we create has an impact in a ripple effect. Now we still don't have control over that person, but we know when we show up in a place disarming, grounded, open, right? It's like if you show up showed up in an interview and you were had your arms around your chest and your legs crossed and you weren't making eye contact the whole time, you're probably not going to get the job, right? It's the same thing. Right? We as humans work on energy and on body language. Just because that's what you've always done with someone doesn't mean it's the way that it always has to be. It doesn't give opportunity for your relationship to evolve, doesn't give that person permission to feel their own feelings when they want to feel them. And I always say this, like, I want to know the truth because I want to have the opportunity to decide for me, for myself, right? It's not fair for you to decide ahead of time for me how I get to feel, right? So in honor of your friendships, in honor of your relationships, the authenticity, showing up authentic you and vulnerable and open from a place of the heart. This is what I need for me. Or being very casual and like, I feel amazing, right? No, I'm not drinking. I feel wonderful. You got a problem with it? Sorry. Like, let's, you want to talk about it? You want to talk about why it's a problem for you? I'm here. I'm open. I'm willing, right? But you don't give, we don't give that space when we automatically assume they have an expectation of us. What really is, is you have an expectation of them, of how they're going to respond, right? And and, how, and also what you're expecting of of yourself, of how you think you're supposed to behave in a particular circumstance. Well, you get to behave all the different ways you want to whenever you want to, all the time, right? You get to show up with purple hair and a kilt on if you want to. There's no rules. There's no expectations. And the quicker you can learn that about – um the, the rewriting your story, right? Like every single day is a new chapter to redefine yourself, to burn the box of the the conditioned beliefs. And I'm not saying it's easy, but when you become aware of the story that you're telling yourself of these expectations, that's the first step. So this week, when you are anything, not even just around drinking, right? When you have been decide when you haven't been drinking and it's been really feeling really easy, but you your thoughts automatically go to what what are other people going to think or that person expects something of me, right? Whether it's alcohol or not, I want you to ask yourself, how do you know that? And if it's based on the past way they've responded, do a little bit of that retrospective planning of, well, how did I show up, right? Was I clear about what I wanted? This happens with me and with Matthew and I all the time where he responds in a way And I, but I wasn't even clear about what I wanted, right? So I was confused. I was ungrounded. Of course, he responded in that way. He was like, what? what do you need from me? (laughs) What do you want woman? Right now. Um, but you know, we figured that out through this coaching program is a lot of times I'll, um, like kind of buffer and I want to figure something out about my own emotions and I'll call him and it creates something between him and I that has nothing to do with us. And it's really about myself. So I've learned to not do that. I've learned to like figure out what it is I need from him first. And I don't, it's it's not always perfect. And now that I'm in the big city, (laughs) maybe I'll just go for a, a walk instead, or go, you know, get a coffee. I don't know. But um, it was, you know, it definitely was a habit. So look at your expectations, this, what you think other people are expecting of you. And if it's actually them, or if it's actually you having expectations of the way that they're going to behave, and write a new story for yourself what you have control over. How do you want to show up with your energy? right? So that when you do order a club soda, it's like, no big deal. No one cares. The truth is, is no one cares if you're drinking. They care if they're drinking. And the only reason that they're going to say anything about you not drinking is because they don't want to have to, there there is like the reflection in the mirror, right? Then they have to confront their own relationship with with alcohol if they don't have a drinking buddy, right? So that's the work they have to do for themselves. That's not the work you need to do for them, but you can love them, Right. And I think it gives you the opportunity too, to look at relationships like do you really want to hang out with people that are going to support your choices of like eating meat, not eating meat, driving, walking, dyeing your hair, getting Botox, like whatever the hell it is you want to do. Like I want to hang out with people that don't care, like that want to just support and love me for what makes me happy. And but when you're drinking, you don't have the opportunity to really examine that for yourself, and you don't really get to see the fullness of when I show up authentically. Me, um, is this an opportunity to grow a relationship, or is this an opportunity to re examine a relationship? Because it could be both, right? Um, and most importantly, it's an opportunity to grow the relationship that you have to yourself, because that's what this journey of awakening is all about is the alcohol. Your relationship with alcohol ends when you begin a new relationship with yourself. So whose expectations do you want to meet your own for yourself and be in alignment with your values, right, and hold yourself up to the standard that you want to live into, or a hypothetical expectation that, you know, everyone has whims and ways, so you get to decide. Test this out. See how it goes. See where you're putting expectations in other people's brains that aren't even there. And go out and be unapologetically you and see how other people respond to it. So that's your challenge for today. I would love to know how it goes. You can write in with any questions or feedback you have for the show or any episodes that you would like to listen to. My email is in the show notes and I can't wait to talk to you soon. Have a great week. Bye. As much as I know you would love to, you cannot wish yourself alcohol-free. You have to take action to do something different. So what I want you to do is head on over to my website, marywagstaffcoach.com. Or you can download the free training of the five shifts of intuitive drinking along with a free guide of questions that you can ask yourself every single day when you have an urge, when you have a craving, when you wake up in the morning. You can make it a ritual practice to start to observe yourself in a new way. And it will guide you through the process of learning to tap into your own deeper knowing so that you can develop a new relationship to yourself, which will in turn and your relationship to alcohol. MaryWagstaffCoach.com to register for the free on demand training right now.